You're listening to Rates and Lanes with Rico Mohammed. This is the show where we improve your knowledge of the freight market, improve your bottom line, and improve the transportation industry as a whole. We're talking Rates and Lanes. Let's move on down the audio road. Good evening, everyone. This is Rico Muhammad coming to you live from Forest Park, Georgia. This is the Rates and Lanes podcast. And I want to ask everyone to bear with me just for a few seconds. I'm not exactly sure if I am live or not. Um, having a couple of issues, technical issues. On, I believe it may be on my end. I'm not 100% sure. I'm trying to get back into the software where... We have the um, podcast information and everything set up, so I cannot. I'm kind of flying blind without a net right now. I cannot see anything as far as callers or uh, even myself. So I'm trying to uh, get the get my computer restarted so I can try to get back in and get the situation rectified so we can move on with the show. So if you would be so patient, just bear with me just for a few seconds. Um, Computers rebooting right now, and um, hopefully we'll have this issue uh, rectified, and we can get get started. Go directly into the rates and lanes for this week, and the uh, USDA trend line. I mean, the USDA fruit and vegetable report for this week as well. And also, uh, hopefully, we can get everything squared away and get back up and going because I would really enjoy and appreciate if we could get a little call of participation to kind of see what what it is that some of you guys are actually seeing out there and, and kind of do a real-time, real-world uh, analysis of what, what's actually put the, what we're actually seeing out here in the marketplace compared to what we're seeing from the reports that we're, we've been going over for the past, uh, ever since we've been doing the show. But, you know, we can kind of compare apples to apples, what's really, what's really going on with uh, the DAT Trendline report and what we're actually starting to see, what you're actually seeing out there in the marketplace. Uh, I got a couple of theories uh, about a couple of things. Uh, last year, when everything was kind of really booming, this is one of my theories. This is one of my running theories. I'm, I'm working on trying to help prove uh, prove my theory. But I believe that a lot of the larger carriers went out, expanded their fleets um, from all the indications and reports that we got, uh, and locked down a, a good bit of contract freight. And that, in turn, kind of, a real good hit on the spot market freight that a lot of independent contractors were seeing this time last year. Um, we're enjoying, you know, uh, really a ton, a ton of available spot market freight that was out there that could be moved and could be moved at a really good price. And this year, it's it's really been tough sledding. I've, I've seen a couple of uh, industry reports. I've seen a couple of uh, manufacturing reports that are saying that uh, manufacturing was down um, for uh, down by 8% this year. Uh, so it, it's, it's a lot of indicators that are kind of looking towards everything, uh, a bleaker outlook. Um, I, for one, I'd like to I consider myself to be an optimist. I consider myself to try to take control of the situation and kind of go out there and make something happen instead of sitting around and waiting on something to happen instead of reacting. So with that said, okay, we're starting to get back in here. Let's see if we can get the um, website up and going. 
where we can get started with the show properly. So again, I thank you guys for being patient with me. Hopefully, I'm I am live. <laughs> Hopefully, you can hear me, uh, and I'm not just talking to myself. Yeah, it's moving kind of slowly. And I'm sorry, guys, just give me a few more seconds of trying to wait on this thing to boot up. Ah, somebody's letting me know that they can't hear me. Okay, well, that's a good thing. At least you can't hear me. I can't see myself just yet. Um, but never know mind. We'll, I'll tell you what we're going to do. I'm going to try and see if this thing will uh, get up and so I can actually see callers. And in the meantime, I'm just going to go ahead and try and pull up these reports, and we'll dive right into those reports and get that information out there while we're waiting on the uh, waiting on the show to actually give me uh, access into the uh, blog talk radio show so that I can begin to see you guys on the uh, on the call in. Check it one more time before we jump into any of the reports. I may have to go get my computer cleaned or something. I may have a virus going on. That never quite moved this moved like this in quite some time. Yeah, I'm having uh Not quite sure I'm having some problems pulling up anything right now. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, normally we don't have these issues. We can get we we have other issues, but this is I guess this is the beauty of live uh, trying to do a live a live show. Ah, here we go. We got uh, we're getting the truck rate report is starting to come up. Still nothing on the blog talk. And we are getting ready to pull up. Uh, looks like we, okay, we're moving fine on every other website except for the uh, Blog Talk website. Starting to kick in. No, we're, I'm, <laughs> live radio is fine. Okay. Um, thought we were moving fine, but not really. Getting uh, waiting on a couple of websites to load. Okay, here we go. No further ado. We got DAT trend lines has come up. I'm waiting on the USDA uh, government's report to come up, and bam, it just came up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it this week. With the uh, we're going to start out with the fruit and vegetable truck rate report off of the USDA website. I'm going to post a link to this on the Facebook Rates and Lanes page. And um, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't, if you haven't already uh, went and liked the uh, Rates and Lanes page on Facebook, Rates and Lanes with Rico Muhammad on Facebook, go and like that, uh, go and like that page. Um, getting ready, doing some, um, some, a little bit of spring cleaning uh, on, as far as my personal web, my personal Facebook page is concerned. So we're trying to direct everybody over to the uh, Rates and Lanes Facebook page. That way we can try to get have one centralized place where we can get all pertinent information out to you guys as far as 
uh, more industry news, more uh, rate information. We're going to start trying to put more and more. That's kind of going to be like ground zero what we're trying to do for the show and try to get everything coming off of that page over there. So if you if you all guys don't mind, we'd like to try and get that up past 500. Uh, we're knocking on the door 500. We'd like to try and get that up past 500. So go and like us on Facebook on the Racing Lanes page. All right. USDA truck rate report. Now, if you know about this report, if you've been taking the chance, uh, taking time to go out and click on the link that we've been providing on the uh, Racing Lanes Facebook page, and if you go and look at this, actually go and look at this report, you um, will start to understand and see some of the bar information that is available to you on this report. And it's broken down into different categories. They have surpluses, slight surpluses, adequate, slight shortages, and shortages. For the past month or so, we haven't seen really any areas with any kind of shortages or even slight shortages. Well, this week, there is a little bit of movement, according to the uh, USDA report, that southeast Missouri is showing a slight shortage of available trucks to move the produce or vegetables that are coming out of that area. Another thing about this report, if you go through, if you scroll down even deeper into the report, it'll even give you a breakdown of the different areas where the shortages and everything are and tell you what type of fruits and vegetables or whatever it is that's moving out of that particular uh, area of the country. That's another way that you can use, that's another tool that you can put into your toolbox to kind of go and start uh, looking for maybe produce brokers and things of that nature that are in that area, if that's an area that you service. Uh, to try to give yourself a heads up or a shoe in to get into a to get to a better rate. Word of caution: When looking at the rates that they provide on the USDA um, rate report, those rates are highly inflated. I'm not. I think that somebody just may be uh, out of the broker's office is just sending in crazy numbers or something like that. But uh, I have not. I have yet to see. Uh, get the rates that they have proposed on um, some of the lanes that are coming out of there. And I, and I service um, Eastern North Carolina, which is a hotbed for sweet potatoes. And <clears throat> some of the rates that they have coming out of there for sweet potatoes coming back to the, to the Atlanta area, sometimes I've seen rates as much as um, that they've posted on there as much as $2,000. And that is, I'm here to tell you, that is far, far, far from what the actual rate that I've been able to achieve from a direct sweet potato shipper out of that area. That's uh, from, from, from Eastern North Carolina back to the Atlanta uh, farmer's market area. That generally um, the best rate that I've been able to achieve directly from a uh, sweet potato producer in Eastern North Carolina has been about uh, $1,300. So that's $2,000 and $1,300, a $700 swing. So just want to, um, you know, the information that is provided here on the USDA fruit and vegetable report is free information. So they don't, they're, <clears throat> they're not under the same health, under the same scrutiny as, say, like a DAT or a uh, Internet truck stop or whatever to try to um, fine tune and hone down and get closer to what reality is when it comes to when it comes to the actual numbers, the actual rate of the numbers that, are, that they're showing on their on their websites and on these reports. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm getting a little, uh, voice is getting a little, little, little antsy. And 
So we said that southeast Missouri was the only area showing a slight shortage. So I'm going to give you some other areas that you might want to avoid that are showing slight surpluses. Every other area that I don't mention is showing adequate amount of trucks. So the areas that are showing that is showing a surplus area that you might definitely want to avoid is San Luis Valley, Colorado. That is showing a surplus. Out and out, they have way too many trucks in that area, and not enough uh, not enough things shipping out of that area, according to the USDA report. Another area that is showing a slight surplus. This is above adequate so there are more trucks there so rates are going to be depressed going to be harder and difficult to get out of that area if you're trying to move any kind of fruit vegetables or any type of produce out of these particular areas that i'm fixing to list off those areas are mexico crossing through nogales arizona Kern district california oxnard district california salinas watsonville california santa maria california south district california Texas, Mexico crossing through Texas, and central Wisconsin. And actually, I have a couple of more areas to list off that are showing surpluses. I didn't see. I scrolled on down to scrolled on down the uh, report. They have Big Lake, Central Minnesota showing a surplus. Yakima Valley uh, District, Washington is showing surpluses. So these are areas that you want to avoid, an area that might be a good spot, get some movement and some traction. Southeast Missouri showing a slight shortage. So that is the USDA trend lines report. That link will be up on the face, uh, on the racing rates and lanes Facebook page here before the end of the show. And now, with no further ado, let's jump right on over into the DAT trend lines report for July 26th through August 1st. Freight volumes edge back up which could be an earlier sign of rising rates. On the other hand, high diesel prices continue to fall and a declining fuel surcharge offset an increase in line haul pricing. We're going to jump into rates for the drive van segment. We don't have a call screen, by the way, tonight, and I just clicked over to the blog talk radio. We're up and running in there, so I can see, I can see you guys. I can see myself. I see that the mic is hot and live, so we'll get to your calls, your questions. And, it, and that's another thing. If you have any, if you have a question about a particular rate and lane, uh, give us a call. We, we we can try to run one or two of them for you if you have a particular area that you want to know what's the going rate in that lane. Uh, we will uh, try and get into a couple of tools and give you a little bit of feedback on what the rates are doing in a particular market, in a particular lane. So if you have a question about, you give us a call, hit number one, hit press the number one, and we'll try and look up those particular markets. If you uh, you tell us if it's a drive-in, flatbed, or a reefer, and we'll try and give you a rate of what's been going on in that particular lane. Uh, if you got a question about that as well, uh, but jumping back over into the DAT trend lines report, and I see that we do have one caller. I'll be, I'll be right to you there, caller, as soon as I wrap up this DAT trend lines report. Uh, load availability increased 3.2% last week and truck capacity slipped 2.5%. The resulting load to truck ratio rose from 1.6 to 1.7, not very much of a, of a rise. And as I'm looking at this DAT trends lines report map, the, the market map, I, I was telling, I was, I was having a conversation with uh, some people, I believe it was last week. And the map I have in my five years of having my own authority, being out here running, um, as an independent motor carrier, I have never seen this map as light as it has been 
throughout this year. I, I, I am somewhat insulated as far as the spot market is concerned now because I have a few direct customers, so I'm, I'm somewhat insulated. My uh, average line haul rate for the year is still hovering right around that $2.20 for all miles, and I have a reefer operations. That's, that's not knocking the ball out of the park by no stretch of the imagination, but uh, we're still able to sustain ourselves and, and, and do the things that we need to do and, and at a, a good level. Um, going back into the report for dry vans uh, for the month of July, load availabilities fell 25% month over month during a typical slow July while truck capacity held steady. The load to truck ratio fell 25% compared to June from 2.4 down to 1.8 compared to the exceptional trends of July 2014, the ratio was down 44%. So this kind of goes back to the theory that I stated at the beginning of the show of how uh, I think that a lot of the major, bigger carriers and people that were proactive last year that took advantage and struck while the iron is hot may have secured and locked down a bunch of loads that were available out here on the spot market and now that uh, that load, those loads are no longer available on the spot market. Uh, let's jump into U.S. van rates for June 26th through August 1st. Nation van rates average $1.82 per mile, a one-cent decline from the previous week. Truck Truckload freight availability is up, and prices may rebound soon, according to DAT. Uh, rates fell four cents in July. The seasonal July low led to a four cent decline in the average van rate compared to June, including a one cent drop in the average fuel surcharge. The total rate of a dollar eighty two was twenty one cents below the twenty fourteen average, due largely to a twenty cents decline in the fuel surcharge. Rates that are showing throughout the country start out in the northeast. Rates for dry vans showing an average of a dollar seventy-six coming out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Moving down to the southeastern portion of the United States, we're showing an average rate for dry vans at a dollar eighty-four cents per mile. Moving into the Midwest, Chicago checks in showing a dollar ninety-three average for dry vans. Coming out of the South Central region of the United States, Dallas, Texas shows an average of a dollar seventy-nine cents per mile. And wrapping up, setting the high water mark. For dry van rates coming out of Los Angeles, the City of Angels, $2.23 per mile on average coming out of Los Angeles for dry vans right now. Moving on over to the U.S. flatbed demand uh, segment of the DAT trend lines reports. Flatbed load availability, load postings climbed 6% last week while truck postings dropped 3%. The resulting load to truck ratio increased 10% from 13.2 to 14.5 loads per truck. Now, out of all of the segments, um, and it's always kind of been this way, uh, flatbeds are showing that the the map looks a little bit better than every other market. But then again, I was, when I had the opportunity to speak with the guys from DAT, uh, you have to kind of caution yourself because with flatbeds, even with, even at, uh, is showing these great numbers showing 13 to 14.5 uh, loads per truck. 
the better numbers for flatbeds is when it's in the 30 to 1 ratio. I, I'm not sh- quite sure what, what that dichotomy is, but um, according to those guys, when it's up in the 30 to 1 ratio, it's really when uh, flatbeds can really start to see some great movement as far as their rates are concerned. Flatbed freight availability. Uh, excuse me, guys. Flatbed freight availability lost 34% during the July low and capacity added 11% compared to June. The resulting load to truck ratio dropped from 22.8 to 13.5. See that 22.8 to 13.5. Compared to an atypical conditions of June 2014, the ratio has declined 63%. So we had 44% on flat on dry vans, and now we're in flatbeds, and it's showing a 63% decline from this time last year. Um, I'm trying to really put my finger on what in the world is actually going on. I, 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 I think that things are moving in this country. I know that we may be in, headed for another slight uh, recession, but uh, I am still can't quite put my finger on why, uh, where is all of the freight. And I'd like to get some feedback from you guys, see what you guys think about that as well. Moving into the rate department for flatbed, flatbeds this week, July 26th through August 1st, the national average rate for flatbeds fell another one cent to $2.13 per mile due to it in the average fuel surcharge. The average line haul rate held steady as freight availability improved. Flatbed rates fell six cents in July compared to the June average due to partially a two cent drop in the average fuel surcharge. Compared to 2014, the total rate lost 29 cents, including a 22 cents decline in the fuel surcharge. So with the price of fuel and everything dropping now, rates are kind of, rates are not, um, no, not any stretch of the imagination that rates are not just super great. But however, with the fuel surcharge dropping as much as it has, the the rate that you should be able to get is not the is not the major thing. The major thing that a lot of people is finding is just that it's just not a whole lot of freight out there to be moved. Um, flatbed rates throughout the country coming out of Harrisburg showing three dollars and twenty nine cents per mile on average. Coming out of the that was in the northeastern corridor, moving down to southeastern part of the country, two dollars and forty eight cents on average for flatbeds coming out of Atlanta, moving into the south. Um, the Midwest portion of the country coming out of Rock Island, Illinois, $2.36 per mile on average for flatbeds. Houston, Texas checks in, showing a $2.31 per mile average for flatbeds. And this time, coming out of the West Coast, Phoenix, Arizona, actually showing the low water mark for flatbeds, showing a paltry $1.89 per mile on average for flatbeds coming out of the West coast portion of the United States. Moving right along into the U.S. reefer demand for this week, July 26th through August 1st, low volumes held steady for reefers last week and truck posting declined 2%. As a result, the national load to truck ratio rose 2%. The ratio of 4.2 loads per truck is still low and reefer rates lost another 2 cents per mile. July lows down seasonally. Seasonal slowness led to a 24% decline in reefer load availability in July. While capacity held steady down 1% compared to June, the load to truck ratio fell 23% month over month from 5.9 to 4.5. 
Compared to the unusual demand of 2014, the ratio lost 20.5%. So once again, we have we show there's a steady decline on load availability throughout all segments. Move on over to the U.S. reefer rates for the 26th through the 1st. Reefer rates lost another $0.02 cents for a national average of $2.15 per mile. As reefer load posts remain flat, um, reefer rates down $0.08 cents in July due to seasonal slowness and falling fuel prices. July reefer rates were down $0.08 cents compared to the previous month, which included a $0.01 cent decline in average fuel surcharge. Declining surcharges led to July 2015 rates averaging $0.20 cent lower than that than July 2014. But line haul rates were steady year over year. So once again, like I said, the fuel surcharge kind of helps an extra little padding. But if we are running a tight ship and we're, when we have uh, we're getting good fuel mileage out of our trucks and out of our fleets, uh, fuel is not going to not going to be killing us if we're running a, a really good and tight operation. The problem is on the spot market just finding available freight to actually put on the trucks. So let's see here. We got a couple of guys got their hands raised that want to get on, get in with us. So let's with no further ado. I don't have a call screener, so please listen out for. Your first three digits of your area code, you may hear a slight pop when I come to you on the phone line. So we're going to go to area code 276 first. Caller out of the area code 276. What's your name? You're on live with Rico. Hello, caller. Are you there? Okay. Hello, caller. Are you there? Uh, we lied. That caller dropped out. Okay, well, let's move on to caller that has the hand raised, calling in from the area code eight one seven. And once again, guys, if you got a question about a lane, if you want to, if you want to, uh, if you got a lane that you're interested in, that you're looking at, and you want to know what's what you're kind of been doing, contract market wise, spot market wise, go ahead and hit number one. Uh, that'll get you in, and we and we can try to pull up that lane and see what it's been doing, give you some history on that lane give you a little bit of information about it, sort of, you know, kind of arm you with it. And um, and if, you, if you're fortunate enough to get, get your call in, and uh, I, I may be able to even take a couple of screenshots and get some stuff over to you, just so you can have something to, uh, to, for, for, your, for your information on that particular lane. Caller calling in from 817 Area Code. We're coming to you next. Caller from the 817. You're on Rico, what's your name and how can I help? Hey, Rico. My name is Fran, and I'm with BDF Enterprises. I run out of Marshall, Texas. And I am calling, um, I've been looking at the lane, um, Shreveport to Houston, and we had some good commodity coming out of there. We were running a lot of coils out of there. The rate uh, for the lane over there has dropped extremely low. Um, You're only going to get paid something if you're pulling those oversizes out of there or something like that. What is the typical number that they're trying to run per mile over there? Do you have any kind of history? Sure. You said Shreveport to Houston? Yes, sir. And, and what I'm running type flatbed. Of, uh, flatbed. Flatbed. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Let's get that information pulled up here. To do, to do, to do. Because I actually been trying to look Ooh. for a lane coming out of that East Texas area that possibly could go either farther east um, maybe into Georgia, Alabama, over in those areas. But to be honest, I mean, we're 
probably doing just as good running back to Shreveport to Houston than um, running out far because everybody's like at a dollar fifty-seven, dollar seventy a mile. Yeah, uh, I've been I've been telling uh, for quite some time. I've been kind of telling people that you know try to find yourself a niche market versus trying to run out and do everything. Uh, sometimes that gets that gets a little bit. Uh, running around trying to take a bite out of everything can hurt you sometimes. Uh, so it's better to focus in and get get more uh, honed in on what it is that you're trying to do in a particular market, you know, creating that dumbbell. And I got you pulled up here. It shows that Treeport, that's a 243-mile run, uh, showing that I have 26, comp- 26 reports on this for the past seven days. And the rate that I'm showing is 600, the average rate is $685, and that includes fuel. Um, what, 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 is it that, what is it that you guys are typically showing? Um, I've been getting anywhere from and, and, and that's, about that's, six. And that's, I'm sorry, and that's, that's a spot market rate, by the way. That's not a contract rate. I can try to, I can pull up a, um, I can pull a contract rate, but that right, that particular rate that I just named off to you, that is the going spot market rate for the past seven days. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, between six fifty to about seven fifty uh, per load. Yeah, so I so, guess yeah, we're kind of right on, hitting in the ballpark. Right, right, and like I say, do you, are you? Um, is that what you're getting from brokers, or have you approached any direct shippers, or? That's what I'm getting from brokers. But last year we got, I mean, last year we did really, really, really good. I mean, we were getting eight, nine hundred dollar loads coming out of Shreveport going to Houston. Right, right. Um, let's see here, and they have switched up my. Uh, yeah, I switched up my tools here quite significantly, and on the uh, BAT side of things, and I'm trying to get in. I want to try to pull up a uh, that's a broker to carrier uh, rate. I want to try to pull. That was another thing. I kind of wanted to ask you about boards too. Do you have any boards that you think would get the freight? First, um, right now we're using Internet Truck Stop, and I was thinking about adding another board, and I was just wondering if you had any. Um, yeah, I think that one thing that you want to definitely do, uh, and it may get a little loud right now, I'm uh, live radio once again. Uh, I'm at my customer, and I'm having to close my doors on my reefer. Uh, as we're doing the show live, we, we still out here actually moving freight. We don't. We we try to practice a little bit of what we preach. But um, as far as the, the load board is concerned, I think that I'm not 100 percent sure as how Internet Truck Stop works. It's been some time. It's been quite some time since I had Internet Truck Stop. I know that um, send out their information through their higher tier load boards before it hits their lower tier load boards. For instance. Um, if you have Trucker's Edge, which is a OI or DAT product, that is typically the lowest end of the spectrum as far as the uh, rates are cons- as far as the um, price to get in and get on the low board. And they get information 
a, lot, a little bit slower than the information that I would receive on my load board, which is typically, uh, my load board typically runs about $600 a month. Um, but like I say, that, that gives me the ability to have broker and um, contract rates as well. Um, and and I, also, I also do a little bit of brokering as well. Okay, so, so you, you run DAT? Um, you, your board is DAT? Yes. Do you use DAT? I do. Okay. Um, I do use DAT. And as far as the spot on the uh, contract, I'm able to pull out a little history on here for um, for the past 15 days, the contract rate shipper to carrier, the shipper to carrier rate is $917. So if you're able to secure a direct customer, that's showing you that brokers are probably mm, getting about $250 per shipment off of each load that you, that you made move because the broker probably is, is charging that if they have it under contract, they're probably getting somewhere in the ballpark of maybe uh, $900 if they have it under contract. Okay. So if you're able to go out, if you're able to go out and take, take the time and secure a direct, a direct customer, uh, that can add a significant amount back to your bottom line. If you're able to go and, and secure those direct customers. So that's one of the reasons why I don't, I don't know how, Often you have listened to the show, but that's another reason why we here are proactively trying to harp on uh, encouraging people to go and take, you know, I know it's a little bit uh, intimidating, but go ahead and take the plunge and go out there and get you a direct customer and stop, uh, you know, use the broker market to supplement your to supplement your operation and not to be the main source, uh, the main uh, uh, source of, of your income as far as your operation is concerned. Okay. So does that help out any? That did help out a lot. I appreciate it. Thank you. We appreciate the phone call. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We'll put you back on. We'll put you. We'll put you back on hold, and we'll move on. We'll try and grab caller calling in from the area code two seven six. Caller calling in from area code two seven six. You're on live with Rico. What's your name, and how can we help? Oh man, we we dropped two seven six again. Okay. Well, we'll move on to. Uh, Area code seven one five seven seven one five. Call call in from the area code seven one five. What's your name and how can we help? Hello, Rico. This is Harold. Hey, Harold, how are you doing? Hey, doing all right. Hey, I got uh, a dedicated going um, from uh, the Quad Cities down to the Greensboro area, but then uh, the last couple what? times down here, it's been getting soft, getting back. What do you show for rates going from Greensboro back to the Quad Cities? So you want to rate from Greensboro back to Quad City? Correct. What uh what 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 zip code you got for Quad City? Uh, I have no idea. I'd have to look back at one of my old bills. We'll see if we can pull up. What kind of what kind of equipment are you moving on? Van, flatbed or reefer? Uh, yeah, dry van. That's why I, I thought that's what you were moving there, Harold. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Greensboro, and you you still with uh, you still with Mercer there, Harold? Yep. All right. Let's see if we can get Quad Cities. What's what what state is Quad City in? But um, that's in the Iowa, um, Illinois, right there on the line. That, that, that so right there, right, uh, right there around, 
Yeah. So would that be yeah, right yeah. there around Rock Island? The what? That be right around Rock Island? Yeah, Rock Island, Davenport, in that area. All right, let's see if we can pull that up. Wasn't able to pull up Quad Cities proper anyway. Showing 866 miles on that run out of Greensboro up in the Rock Island. The Rock Island market uh, showing a typical rate of $1.61 per mile as far as the uh, spot market rate is concerned. But that would put you, the total rate would put that right at uh let's see here I'm trying to get this pulled up here Harold bear with me just a second yep. I'm showing I'm showing the average of a dollar sixty one all right for drive van uh and and they, and they show a range on here, showing an a- average range of a dollar twenty-seven to a dollar sixty-two. That dollar sixty-one is actually in the high end of that uh, uh the high end of that spectrum. All right, so then it ain't too bad. And I just get seeing the drop off, and I'm starting to get sick to the stomach, and I'm like, "Now oh, come on!" But if that's what the market's showing, then I'm right in the ballpark. Then. So I'm right, get that right. 25% off Mercer, I'm right there. Actually, I'm at the high end of that. Yeah, yeah. So that, that, that so it kind of, you, you kind of give a little bit of credence to a little bit of my theory there. You, you, you're actually, uh, even after, because you're leased on, you're leased on to somebody, and you're, and, and so, and you're coming right in at the, uh, right at the uh, top end of the average for an independent contractor. So you, you actually yep. doing pretty good. Yep. All right. I just wondered if All I was right, getting scammed or not, but I guess that sounds pretty good, so I thank you very much. Yes, sir, Harold. We appreciate you. We'll put you back on hold so you can continue to listen. All right. All right. Let's move on with no further ado. Let's jump over and see if we can get caller from the 980 area code. I'm telling you, I'm getting tongue-tied today. 980 area code. You're on live with Rico. How can we help? How you doing, Mr. Rico? I'm well, and yourself? Pretty good. This is Freddie Waters. Met at the CMC this past year. Freddie, um, yes, sir. How are you yes, doing, sir. my friend? Oh, trying to survive. Trying to survive. Um, I'm still trying to understand the spot market situation. I'm with Form the Fleet. Um, and I want to establish a lane coming out of Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm pulling a 53 drop in. And, um, you know, I, I was thinking from Charlotte, from North Carolina, Probably as far as Alabama, I mean uh, Georgia, then then back to North Carolina would be a decent line. Or I'm open to suggest North Carolina. Okay, um, you pulling a drive in, right? Yes, sir. Okay, Freddie, have you have you started trying to do any research as far as uh, I know that um, a little bit for me with on the market. Bill Hood and those guys do a great job over there. Um, do, do you do they have a situation where if you were able to go out and secure a direct customer, would, would they? Is there any incentive plan for that? 
Um, I'm not exactly sure if, if they have anything structured for that, but I'm I'm asking you since you since you work there. To my knowledge, um, um, I'm just I'm I'm still working on establishing some some rapport with some brokers that I can consistently call on and keep myself moving. So I've I've maintained a list of guys that um I've got some good rates for and that have pretty much kept me busy and, and they call me as well. But no, not that I can think of. I can ask. Okay, and you said you were looking at stuff coming out of North Carolina. What what particular city in North Carolina? Charlotte. Charlotte going to what part of Alabama? Well, I was just trying to pick a general area from Charlotte, North Carolina, probably as far as Georgia, possibly Alabama, then back into North Carolina without getting too far out of a um, price range that I would like to be in. Where's home? And I even thought about Charlotte is is the primary market, um, but I stay in a little town called Belmont, North Carolina, right outside of Charlotte. So, but I always say Charlotte because it's, it's a more recognizable uh, city. Okay, I can give you a couple of ideas there. There's a uh... Not for me. I'm not sure if you you may have may have already dealt with this company. Uh, it's a company called uh, brokers called North Star. Uh, they move a good bit of water out of North out of that Charlotte area. They uh, uh, do bottled water. Um, okay. The rates are, the rates aren't the greatest, but they had but they 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 have consistent freight. Sometimes okay. the. Um, one of the ways that I try to get people to think about different things too, uh, especially now, is that if you can do decent, if you can if you can get a decent rate, you know, as long as you're still able to make a profit off of it, it may it may not be as big of a profit as it once was, but as long as you're able to make somewhat of a profit off of it and stay consistent at it, consistency right now, in my opinion, is the key. Um, you right. you don't want to lose too much time trying to get astronomical rates because I, I just think that if you if you stay consistent and stay profitable consistent consistently, you will over a period of time you will come out you will come out ahead uh until until you can kind of figure this thing out until we can, can get some kind of uh, idea of what happened to all the freight. Uh where is all the freight <laughs> going to? Um you wanna look at just try to stay at, moving uh, regardless. Well I, 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 you want to stay moving, but like I say, you don't want to move. You don't want to cut your nose off to spike your face either. You don't want to move at a right. rate that's going to be uh, um, that's, that you're going to take too bad of a loss on. Now, sometimes there there are times when you're going to have to take a loss on a, on on, on, uh, on a rate. That's something that you have to evaluate your operation on, and you have to and you have to make that decision. That's got to be an informed decision that you got to make about your operation. That you got to have your numbers in front of you. So that when you're when you, when you are taking those losses, you you are you're you should be averaging out your rates, just like we do with fuel mileage. You know, you see people that talk about oh, I'm getting ten miles per gallon, but that's on one tank of fuel. You can't do your the same thing. Kind of applies to when it comes with with your rates. You don't want to just you know it's not going to be the be all end all off of one one movement. You want to you know what are you doing right. for the for the week? What have you done for the month? You know we want to average right. it out. And try to stay consistently consistent at a at a uh, profitable area, it, it, you know, a profitable benchmark in those areas. Um, right. 
So, so give if you give me a city, uh, Freddie, I can I can't just necessarily do a particular area, but but uh, but if you can give me a city, I need two distinct cities. I know you got Charlotte in here. We'll we'll put Charlotte as one part of the city, and uh, and do Atlanta. And give me a, Atlanta and Carlisle. Uh, well, you coming out of Charlotte? You you talking about Pennsylvania, or you talking about what you, you want Atlanta? Or you want to do which one you want to do? Let's do Atlanta. All right, you want to know the rate coming out of Charlotte to Atlanta? Uh, that's not going to be the greatest of rates <laughs> <laughs> for a drive-in. Uh, yeah, that's about what I thought it was going to be. About it's four hundred. It's coming back at four hundred and ninety-four dollars. Uh, two hundred and forty-five miles on that run. Um, yeah. that's that's not. I was. I was thinking if I can get. Probably the mid fours and on the miles or close to five, I can probably get a stronger rate. So, I guess is that going into Alabama or Mississippi? If if you're able to get a contract rate shipper to carrier, um, like I say, not sure if if the foreign fleet will keep it. And I'm pretty sure if you go to build, 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 build a businessman. I'm uh, pretty sure yeah. that there may be something available to where, you know, you guys can get in there and hammer something out. Uh, but I'm showing that um, if, you, if you're able to go in and get a contract, they're showing about $608 on that, on that as a contract rate. Okay. Okay. So, All right. You, you, you had another city you want to run real quick? All out Pennsylvania. Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Out of Charlotte? Yes, sir. All right. Let's see here what we can come up with. We'll drive in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, showing 457 miles up there. That puts you in the Harrisburg market, showing an average rate, including the fuel surcharge, at $2.65 per mile. Okay. You have a range showing a range of $2.00. The range for that on the spot market ranges from $2.48 per mile up to a high point of $2.78 per mile. Okay. And that's a pretty consistent uh, number, not a pretty consistent amount of reports showing 14 different companies reporting that particular rate um, and showing 39 different reports. So that's uh, that. That's some solid info. That's some pretty solid information right there. Okay. That's what I'm looking All for. All right. Solid, consistent. Okay. I appreciate. Okay, Sandy. So uh, not a problem. Not a problem. I, I think I was. I supposed to do a. a, a, a well, we supposed to hook up and do something after the CMC or do it, and then we did. We kind of missed each other. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know you got kind of swamped. Yeah, I was wanting to still pick your brain on some. On how to do this and negotiate and some nego- get some negotiating tips, and and uh, and also just still work, uh, make sure I got a consistent running lane or work on a finding a consistent running lane. I gave you my business card, didn't I? Yes, sir. I got. It. Okay, uh, uh, give me a call after the show. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Fred, I appreciate, appreciate your time. Have a good day. No problem. You too. And let's move on over. We got caller calling here from 850 area code. Let's try and get this caller up. We got about 
10 minutes left in the show. Caller calling in from the 850 area code. You're on live with Rico. How can I help? Hey, great. Thank you, Rico. Um, I'm looking for a, a flatbed rate, Belizeville, Arkansas, down in the Mobile and, and back. Uh, help me out with the spelling of, of, of Ar- that part in Arkansas. What you say it was? It's, or give it's me a Belizeville. Uh, B-L-Y-T-H. B I L L E, B like boy. Livefield. Trying to go to Mobile, Alabama? Yes, sir. On a flatbed. Let's see what we can pull up here. And uh, just giving a quick plug, uh, I don't get paid. I don't get paid from these guys, but DAT, uh, th- I'm using the tool that DAT provides. Um, it's called Rateview. Uh, Rateview is gives it's it's one heck of a tool, one heck of a um, it's, it's a pretty good investment in my opinion for your business if you are uh, if you are an owner operator, uh, motor carrier, and you and you need some help with trying to stay up abreast on what the rates are doing out there in the marketplace. Uh, so it get, does get a little pricey, but in my opinion, it, it pays for itself with the information that it does provide. If you are they won't an let independent you. contract. In, if, well, if you're independent contracting and you're thinking about uh, and you're thinking about um, trying to find a particular dumbbell or, or what we're trying to do right now, you know, find, finding different markets, they have tools on there that will allow you to uh, do research, do market research to find out how much capacity are, are in those particular lanes. Is that a, that may be something that you might like to run, but the freight may not necessarily be in that lane for uh, uh, for the average of the, throughout the entire year. So that might be something right. that you might want to, well, um, you know, maybe I can create a tri-haul out of it, a dumbbell, or, you know, and just get creative with the process. But it, it, but it, it fails you to so much information for you to try to improve your business and so that you can so that you can actually, uh, you know, set a high watermark for yourself and your business and, and make an informed decision instead of just shooting from the hip. All right, we got the right. information back that, that typically that Blasville is, is coming out of the Memphis market. And it's going into Mobile, Alabama. That's the Mobile market. That line haul trip miles is showing 463 miles. That sounds about right. Yep. All right. And we're showing an average rate of showing an average broker to carry a spot market rate of two dollars and twenty cents per mile. There's a uh, range in that rate showing that's the average rate for the past seven days. There's a range in that rate showing two dollars and nineteen cents at the low end of that range to a high end of $2.63 per mile in that particular lane, in that particular market over the past uh, over the past 15 days. And let's see here. So that is 12 different companies are reporting on that particular lane. And we have 12 different okay. reports on that lane over the past 15 days. So that's for the past 15 days. That's where it's showing that the average rate is in that in that particular lane. All right. That, that's some of what been, is that what some of what you what you've been seeing, or a little bit less, yeah, a little bit more. What, right. do you, what do you see? Uh, yeah, just maybe a little bit less, but um, but it's that's pretty close. Okay. Okay. So, as you can see, like I say, if, if that's what you've been seeing, it, it, it helps out to have a little bit of a, a little bit of thing to kind of help sharpen your pencil as well, something to help verify and and uh, and you can start to build some of the stuff on your own. 
but you know, we just we're, we're here to help out. We want to try to here on the racing lanes. That's something that we want to try to do is give you more information to try to help uh, improve your operation. Hopefully, you know, you can be more successful. So I appreciate your phone call. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate the show. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, that about wraps us out. We're about to uh, do a little bit of a house cleaning here before we get off the air. And just want to make sure that you guys are aware of all of the different shows that are available that uh, we're doing on the podcasting. Um, give you some show times and everything of my fellow podcasters that are here on the uh, members of the Less Truck team. So... On Tuesday nights, of course, my counterpart, good friend Kenny Long, has his show, Trucking with Authority. His show surrounds everything about getting your authority, uh, the compliance side of having your own authority as being a motor carrier, different nuances. Kenny gives a ton of great information. If you missed any of his shows, of course, these all podcasts, you can go back and start listening from the very beginning and going all the way back through. Kenny does an excellent job. Him and his lovely wife, Elizabeth with that show, Trucking with Authority. That's every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Uh, if you have a, a pen, you can kind of program these phone numbers in your phone. Uh, lock them in. Uh, his, the call in for his show is 646-668-2277. That is 646-668-2277. Of course, Wednesday nights, myself, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., uh, call in number for our show. You're already on the line, so you know the number, but I'm going to read it out anyway, 347 347- Six seven seven one seven nine nine. That's three four seven six seven seven one seven nine nine. Kim Cochran has her show Destination Health on every Friday at four p.m. Call-in number for Kim's show is three four seven three two four three two eight five. That's three four seven three two four three two eight five. And Mike and Kevin Beckett they have their show Rolling Toe. Everything surrounding the tires uh, alignment. Um, their show Rolling Toe every Sunday at nine p.m. Call in for their show, 347-637-1067. That's 347-637-1067. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we just about got everything wrapped up. I want to encourage one, everyone to go over to the Facebook page, Race and Lanes with Rico Muhammad. We will post the links to everything that we talked about tonight, and we're going to start trying to be more consistent on getting you more information posted out there one more thing before we close out on the show. Um, I've had uh, of seeing two fatalities on my little route. Um, guys, ladies and gentlemen, take your time out there. Uh, be careful. Take care of yourselves. Be safe. Uh, this is something that we do. We want to get back to our families in one piece. We want to um, try and stay profitable. But... Uh, one incident was in South Carolina. It was a one-truck incident. Um, not sure exactly what happened with the driver. Uh, the driver died in the fatality. He, he hit the uh, retaining wall and, and uh, truck, bur- truck burst into flames. Never want to hear that about any of you guys out there. Um, coming back last night, uh, coming out of North Carolina, four-wheeler ran underneath the, uh, underneath the truck, uh, hit the, the ICC bumper, uh, killed the occupants in the in the four wheeler. Uh, hate to end on a down note, but I just want to encourage you guys. To, you know, some things are out of our control, but give yourselves. Uh, you know, do as much as you can to try to to, to try and avoid and, and not be involved in these things. Uh, they're, they're, 
we have a microscope on our industry as it is. So just really just want to encourage. And I know you, everybody that's probably listening to this show, we, we're in the top 1% anyway, and that may not necessarily be us, but it's just something that I saw and I just had it on my mind real quick before we got ready to close out the show. Uh, so with that said, you know, just want to encourage you guys to be safe out there. Take care of yourselves. We want to give uh, kudos and thanks to Kevin and Lisa, Lisa Rutherford for providing us with the platform to bring you guys this show. Um, and want to thank the entire Less Truck team. There's way too many people to name that's a member of the Less Truck team, but we want you to know that we got that we uh, definitely appreciate everything that you do. If nobody else tells you, we tell you uh, thank you. And can thank you guys for the continued support with the podcast. Go to our Facebook page, like us. Let's get that thing up. This week, let's set a goal. Let's bust that thing out before next uh, next week's show. Let's try and get that thing above 500 likes. I really want to try and uh, pick that pick the pace up over there and start getting a little bit more interactive on that part of the show and on, on that part of the segment. With that side, again, thank you guys again. Humbly, 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 uh, um, just really humbled by you guys' participation and um, support the show. This is Rico Muhammad signing off live from Forest Park, Georgia. Thank you guys. Be safe out there. Be profitable. And as Kevin Weatherford always says, master the journey. Good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Rates and Lanes. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.